Welcome to the Locked on Titans podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a football Friday. I'm sure you guys are checking out all the high school football action in your area, some good college football on this weekend, and then a huge game against the Los Angeles Chargers on Sunday for the Titans as they have one last chance to turn this season around before really going off the rails at 2-5. and five. So this is a really big game for both the Chargers and the Titans. We're going to break down the game plan points what I think the Titans should be looking to do on offense and defense, and some of our key players who will be really important for the Titans to have success on Sunday. So I'll break all that down for you first. In our second segment, we are going to do my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview and keeping it plus 100. So you're covered on all the gambling and all the fantasy aspects of the Titans game on Sunday. And then in our final segment, I'm going to do a Rollins rant for you guys. Just to explain that this season is not done yet. The Titans are not dead. They have an opportunity here with this game against the Chargers and the schedule coming up to really turn things around. So I'm going to rant about that a little bit in our last segment because, by God, we need a little bit of positivity around here in the Titans universe, and I'm going to give it to you. So I cannot wait to get into today's show. I am going to give you a prediction at the end, although I am 0-6 on the year. But don't mind that. We're starting this week right. The Titans are turning the season around. I'm turning the season around. Let's get it. Your Tennessee Titans lead story is the huge matchup against the Los Angeles Chargers at home in Nashville on Sunday. Both teams currently sit at 2-4 and four. And it is mathematically proven that you fall down to 3% chance to make the playoffs if you do drop to 2-5. and five. This is a must-win game for the Titans if they hope to stay in playoff contention. Another game against an AFC conference opponent as well will be huge for the wildcard tiebreakers going forward in the playoff push. The keys to that victory against the Chargers on Sunday will be, one, the quick passing game. As we all know, the Titans will have to Get the running game going. That is always an essential part of their game plan with the type of offense and the type of team that they are. Having a different quarterback and Ryan Tannehill starting will not change that fact. The Titans will have to get the run game going. We know that. It's not a key to the game. It's an essential every single game. So it can't be a a key to the game because we all know that. I think what's more important is the Titans get the quick passing game going. The Titans lead the NFL in sacks allowed. At this moment of time, I believe the number is 29. Because of the struggles of the offensive line, it'll be incredibly important for the Titans to get the ball out quickly. They're not going to be able to have long setup plays with routes going downfield and getting big long chunk plays on go routes and posts and corners, all the, all the deep stuff you want to run. The Titans need to focus on getting Adam Humphreys, Deion Lewis, Jonu Smith involved in the game plan with the short, quick passing game so Ryan Tannehill can get in a rhythm early, get the ball out of his hands, protect the offensive line, get the receivers in the rhythm of the game as well, which is something it's hard to blame the receivers for some of the drops and some of the mistakes when they're so excluded from the game on a drive-to-drive basis. So it'll be important to get everyone in rhythm early with the quick passing game. The Chargers like to play a lot of zone defense. There should be openings underneath on that zone defense. So the Titans need to get in a rhythm early with that and help complement the run game with some of the short passing game being incorporated into the game plan. On defense, the Titans have to stop 
the screen game for the Chargers. Right now, everyone knows Keenan Allen is their big threat. 40 catches, 503 yards, and three touchdowns on the season. But the second leading receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers, luckily I didn't call them San Diego, which I've been doing quite a bit. They should be back in San Diego, for the record. But Austin Eckler, out of the backfield, even with the return of Melvin Gordon, will still be prominently featured. He has 42 catches, 370 receiving yards, and three touchdowns receiving on the season. The guy is an incredible threat out of the backfield and in the screen game. The Titans will have to, have to focus on locking down that screen game and not allowing the Chargers to get some easy yards through the screen. So they'll have to make sure that they aren't too aggressive on defense to prevent the screen really beating them. Another key here, and I want to go to some of the players who I think will be key, Ryan Tannehill. We have to see something different from this offense. One touchdown, seven points in the last 10 quarters. It has to get better. It has to improve. Ryan Tannehill is a key. As I said, one of the keys to the game offensively will be the quick passing game, getting into a rhythm, getting some yards, making the defense respect the passing game a little bit that will open everything else up. That will include Ryan Tannehill. And on that note, Adam Humphreys. I believe Adam Humphreys is key to this game. The Chargers have a fantastic cornerback and Casey Hayward on the outside. They also have another uh, really good corner in Desmond King. It'll be important for the Titans to get Adam Humphrey separated from those corners and in the slot and have some good matchups against linebackers and safeties for the Chargers who aren't as effective in pass coverage. So Tannehill and Adam Humphreys will have to get a connection going early in the quick, short passing game. On defense, Logan Ryan will have to shut down Keenan Allen in the slot. He's one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. That will be a key for the Titans to win this game is not allowing Keenan Allen to get going in the slot. Logan Ryan will be quintessential in that role. Rashawn Evans also looks like there will be no Jayon Brown. Rashawn Evans will be tasked with calling all the plays out there and it'll be on him to stop the run. He'll have help from Wesley Woodyard who should get increased snaps if Jayon Brown can't go, but Rashawn Evans will take an increased role and an increased importance in this game trying to shut down the run game and the screen game of Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon. So that's who I think the key players for the game are for the Titans. That's what I think some of the key game point plans will be. Now let's get into the injury report for both teams. It looks like Jayon Brown was a limited participant Friday, so he is doubtful. Currently, Sharif Finch and Chris Milton will both be out. Cam Wake did have limited participation in practice on Thursday and Friday, but he is still listed as questionable. Delaney Walker did not practice on Friday. He's listed as questionable, but Mike Vrabel did say that that was all part of the plan to to keep Delaney fresh and keep him ready to play. Reggie Gilbert actually got hurt during practice on Friday and was limited the rest of the way. He's listed as questionable as well. So those are all of the injury news and notes for the Titans of any concern. Uh, For the Chargers, it looks like Melvin Gordon, their talented pass rusher, will be doubtful. Uh, David from the Locked On Chargers podcast, who was on our crossover Wednesday event, said that he thought he would play this week. Some beat reporters for the Chargers, though, are saying that it looks doubtful that he will play, which is probably why he's listed as doubtful. Bing! Good call. Uh, Their talented young safety, Nazir Adderley, is out. It looks like running back Justin Jackson, defensive tackle Justin Jones, and nose tackle Brandon Mebane will all be out. 
uh, everybody else on their team looks like they're going to be good to go and they're going to be able to play. So I uh, just want to make sure you guys are up to date on how the injury news sits at this moment in time. As I said on Twitter, I'm recording this show on Friday evening. I typically record the night before so you can have the show in the morning, but there were some technical difficulties last night with some wiring issues that uh, prevented me from getting you guys the show this morning, so I wanted to make sure I got it out to you tonight. Just wanted to explain that. Before we move on to our second segment, we are going to do my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Preview, and I actually have a little bit to say on this one. I think the Titans... Some of the players are a sneaky play this week, even though the offensive production has obviously been incredibly limited so far this year. We will do keeping it plus 100, and I will go over all the gambling information for the Titans game. Maybe you guys can go on mybookie.ag and use a little bit of our inside information on the Titans to uh, cash in a little bit while you watch the game. But before we do, I just want to remind you the folks at Roman, a men's health company, are changing the game with Roman Swipes, the secret to longer-lasting sex. Get $10 off your first order of swipes and free two-day shipping at GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNFL. My beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview. Okay, let's talk about daily fantasy first, guys. We're going to look for some values here. I can tell you one person who most certainly will not have a high salary, but I'm expecting better than price production. Ryan Tannehill. I think that Titans fans are going to be floored by the way this offense looks. Obviously, I don't expect some sort of huge boom in production or anything like that, but I do think that it'll look like just a regular NFL average offense, which will be huge for the Titans and huge for the value. Ryan Tannehill is very, very cheap on all of the DFS sites that you're going to find out there. He's still showing backup level prices, and although the Titans offense has been very skeptical, Going forward, Ryan Tannehill showed even in the quarter and a half that he got to play that he'll have the ability to complete more passes than the Titans offense has been able to do so far. So I think Ryan Tannehill is a sneaky, sneaky daily fantasy play if you want to stack the rest of your roster with with high-level, high-expensive, high-priced talent is what I'm looking for. Uh, another one on that line, and it goes with what I said in segment one, Adam Humphreys I think would be a sneaky flex play, a cheap flex play this week. I do have a feeling that him and Tannehill are going to have a, a pretty good chemistry going by – you know, a couple of weeks from now, and it should start right here against the Chargers. Very similar in Miami. Tannehill had Jarvis Landry in the slot, and he relied on him very heavily. If you remember Jarvis Landry and his time with Miami before he went to the Browns, he was a, a very high-volume, low-efficiency receiver. Not a lot of yards when he was catching the ball. Uh, but tons of catches, so that that tended to pile up. Uh, I think we'll see something similar with Adam Humphreys making him a sneaky uh, DFS flex play. Same with Deion Lewis. I know, I know, I know you're rolling your eyes at me right now. I know Deion Lewis has been bad, but I think that with the ability to throw the ball a little bit more, with the ability to let a running back get out of the backfield in a passing route a little quicker than before because he 
wouldn't be re- before the running backs and the slot receivers and the tight ends were having to chip and help the offensive tackles nonstop, which delays them from getting out into their route, which means Deion Lewis is not going to be as open as he could be or get the opportunities that he could have. The offense hasn't been successful, which means that we've really had to telegraph what we're doing when Deion is out there. Teams know that we're probably going to pass. He's not necessarily been an effective enough runner to, to make defenses be honest, but I think in this game, it's definitely possible that Deion Lewis will have a, a good enough production day to help you out in fantasy. If I said, if what you're doing, you're stacking your lineup with expense, the expensive guys. You're taking the top fantasy players in the league. You're paying for the top receiver. You're paying for the top running back. You're stacking your team up with talent. The flip side of that is you're going to have to find some really, really cheap high upside plays that can just give you a decent day and make sure that your big your big names, your high price tickets are the ones carrying you home. You just need a couple of really cheap options that don't kill you. And I think Adam Humphreys or Deion Lewis could possibly be that. As always, the Titans defense, which will help us segue into our season-long conversation. The Titans defense here is a pretty solid play. I know that they're still relatively expensive on most of your daily fantasy sites, but Right now, the Chargers are minus four in turnover margin. Phillip Rivers has six interceptions. They are a turnover-prone team. They do make mistakes. And if the Titans defense is at home, able to get pressure on Phillip Rivers and force them into a few mistakes, this Titans defense already doesn't give up a lot of points. So if you add in a couple of turnovers, which, you know, like I said, the Chargers are prone to give you, there is the potential that the Titans defense could have an excellent day in fantasy. Which brings me to my point right now. They are the eighth ranked, eighth ranked defense in fantasy season long wise. So if you have the Titans defense, even though the Chargers offense is relatively successful, they do pass for 288 yards per game. But right now, I think it's still a good play because the Chargers are going to turn over the ball and the Titans defense is obviously pretty good at holding the opposing offense in terms of scoring. So I think with the recipe of everything, even though the Chargers are a decent offensive team, I think the Titans are still a good play here. Maybe not so much in daily fantasy with price to production, but in season long, if you have the Titans defense, you can absolutely start them to keep them on your team. Of course, as always, I say this every week, we'll come back to it. If you have Delaney Walker, he's the 11th best tight end in fantasy right now. PPR scoring, of course, everything I say is going to be PPR scoring because that should be the standard. Anyways, Delaney Walker is the 11th ranked tight end right now, and I think the with Ryan Tannehill coming in the lineup, that is going to boost Delaney Walker's production. He should get some more consistent targets, and I could literally show you three plays from three different games where Marcus missed wide open Delaney Walker, literally wide open, throwing it behind his head. It's it's just unbelievable. Either way, I see that production increasing with Tannehill out on the field. So Delaney Walker is in your lineup. Of course, Derrick Henry is in your lineup. The Chargers are great against the pass in terms of defense. They only give up about 202 yards per game passing, but they do give up over 100 yards a game rushing. So Derrick Henry, if you have him, you're starting him. He's a RB2 for you, a high-end flex. Either way, he's going to be in your lineup. You're probably not in a position to take him out anyway. And with the amount of goal line touches he gets, him getting a touchdown is um, pretty bankable most weeks. Uh, you don't want a guy to be touchdown dependent per se, and Derrick Henry is, but the chances he gets 
gets a touchdown run or so high that it, it's okay to be touchdown dependent at that moment in time. So that's how I feel about all of the fantasy aspects of the game. Let's talk about the gambling aspects real quick in our keeping it plus 100 segment for the week. Right now, the Titans are actually two and a half point favorites. I, I don't like that line. I, I don't like the Titans being favorites here. I recognize that the Chargers are two and four as well and not as good of a football team as many expected. However, Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. The Chargers have a decent enough defense, solid defense with a decent enough pass rusher in Joey Bosa. I can't give the Titans any points. I can't bet on the Titans right now anyway. Um, and at two and a half points, you're, you're not giving up a field goal though. That, that is one thing that does make it a little bit enticing. If the Titans win by three, then basically you still have the ability to win the bet. As for the over under, right now it's at 41. I am going to take the over on this one. I, as I say, I usually root for overs, but with the Titans and the way that they've been playing lately, I've been taking unders and they've been hitting. Um, right now I'm going to flip the script on that. I, I'm going to go over. I think the Titans offense puts up enough points. I think that both teams score in the twenties. So that's going to do it for keeping it plus 100. And my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview. I hope you guys enjoyed that. And best of luck to you this week and any of your gambling or fantasy endeavors. The Titans have been breaking our hearts the last few weeks. Hopefully, some of you guys out there are having some success in your other football passions. So, in our third segment, I'm just going to do a quick Rollins rant for you on where the Titans sit right now. Looking at the upcoming schedule and how this season is not over yet. Titans fans, the Titans are still in a good position despite how poorly things have started through the first six weeks. If for some reason Ryan Tannehill can come in and play better, this Titans team has a chance to get right back into things. So I'll explain that in our third segment coming up. Do you ever find yourself wishing you could make some extra cash with your NFL knowledge? At MyBookie, they want to make your dream come true this season. Right now, all players are invited to play in the free $50,000 Survivor Contest, Winner Takes All. Contest starts October the 8th and closes October 14th before the start of Monday Night Football. Pick one team each week, survive the longest, and you can take home $50,000 in cash. Make a successful deposit with MyBookie and you'll receive free entry into the contest today day. Between football season, the MLB playoffs, the start of the NBA and NHL seasons, it's time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. And if you join right now, MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. That's promo code Locked On to double your cash. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Roland's rants. I gotta get this off my chest. On Twitter, on Facebook, on Reddit, in all the Titans communities, everyone is so down, essentially acting like this season is over. A lot of people, as much as I love draft coverage, are talking about draft coverage and what QB we're going to take. And while all these conversations I don't mind having, I don't want people to lose sight that the Titans are one win streak away here from being right back in this thing. It's not over yet. Yes, they sit at two and four, but I mean, 
Imagine if the Titans do win this game against the Chargers and end up three and four. If I told you they were three and four, would that change your mind? The Titans were three and four last year, I believe, and we're right there in week 17 with a chance to make it to the playoffs. So uh, there's a little bit too much doom and gloom for me right now going into this game that the Titans, I feel like, have a great chance to win. So I'm going to get into my prediction real fast before I get into my rant because it kind of leads us into our rant. I think the Titans win this ball game 27-21. I think they find a way to put points up on the board. I think the defense forces turnovers. And while I think the Chargers are able to score more points than this defense has allowed so far this year, I do think that the Titans are able to pull this one out by getting the offense going, and it'll give the defense a little bit of life to get them some turnovers that'll help them put those points up on the board. 27-21. I could also see 24-21, 24-20 right in there. I, I see it in the mid-20s, but I do believe the Titans win this game. Now, my point is, if the Titans do what I say in my prediction and go 3-4, and four, look at the next few games here. Home against the Bucks. Do we worry about the Buccaneers? They're not a terrible team by any stretch of the imagination, but do we think that Jameis Winston is going to go into Nashville and not turn over the ball against this defense? Or that the Buccaneers offense is going to be able to work against this Titans defense? I just don't think so. I do not think so. I think the Titans win that ball game at home against the Buccaneers. They have to, right? The Titans have to win that kind of ball game if they want to get back in things. And I believe that the team is better than the Buccaneers, and we'll find a way to win that game. Now, this is a tough one. At Panthers, with Kyle Allen playing the way that he is, the Panthers are a tough team, but we're still talking about Kyle Allen, ladies and gentlemen, and we know how these new-age quarterbacks work. Is Kyle Allen going to be a superstar stud, elite quarterback in this league? No. I can I can confidently say no. He's a solid player. Kyle Allen is a solid quarterback, but I'm not fearful. I, I don't believe that the Titans can't win that game. If the Titans come out, beat the Chargers, and then beat the Buccaneers, who's to say what, what the Panthers look like two weeks from now when the Titans play them in Carolina? Who's to say? So I just don't think that those two games should have the Titans too worried, and they're definitely winnable games for the Titans. The third game that I want to mention, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, is most likely going to be a Pat Mahomes-less Kansas City Chiefs team. At home in Nashville. Pat Mahomes dislocated his kneecap in the game on Thursday night. And while as football fans, we all lose when something like that happens because he's a tremendously exciting player. I hope you guys, we're all Titans fans here and we want the Titans to win. But I love football and I love the NFL. And Pat Mahomes is one of the most exciting players that has come into the league in years. And as football fans, we should want him out there on the field. But it looks like he is going to miss about three weeks to a month with a dislocated kneecap, that lines up pretty perfectly with the Titans not having to face Pat Mahomes. And against somebody like Matt Moore, even though led by an offensive guru and Andy Reid, I'm still not fearful of a Matt Moore-led Chiefs team with the type of defense that they have. So why can't the Titans rip off four games in a row? Why not? I know What have we seen to give you belief that would make you think the Titans could do something like that? I understand what people are probably shaking their head and saying right now as they're listening to the show, but I don't see if this Titans offense was just league average why they can't do that. None of those teams and their circumstances and their situations are something that the Titans should be scared of or, yeah, we're going to lose that game. I just don't feel that way about any of those games on the schedule, especially if Pat Mahomes is out. If he's in, yeah, I might feel a little differently at that point in time. 
But there's no reason that the Titans can't get a victory at home against the Chargers, get another victory at home against the Buccaneers, and then go into Carolina riding high, have a tough competitive game on the road, and find a way to pull it out coming home against a hurt Kansas City Chiefs team. Why not? I just want to say, why not, Titans fans? Why not us? So I want to leave you with that. That's my rant for the end of the week. The Titans are not done yet. And when I talk to you guys on Monday, we're going to be ready to make a playoff push. Feel it. Believe it. I know it's coming. Let's go, Titans. I'm your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was a Locked on Titans podcast. 